0: Hey, welcome to the Most of Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Temple Tonelli, and I'm joined, as always, by Jason from Frozen and Carbonite, and sitting in for Mike is Max Harrison Caldwell. This week, we're talking about Tampa Pro, but first, we're going to talk about Matt Anderson and Jake Baldini's Rust Belt Trap video. Jason, is your tetanus shot up to date?
1: Yeah, you know, after I watched this video, I I got all psyched. I uh, went out and just started canvassing in my neighborhood block by block looking for cellar doors like uh yeah i mean it's, it's the first concept video i've seen in a while like i guess the concept is cellar doors it's, it's
0: heavy on the cellar doors
1: i'd say it's like 70 to 80 percent cellar doors like how did they find all these things i don't even <laughs> think they skated the same one twice you know
0: i i think a few of them made multiple appearances but yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. wonder like how they i mean it must be a huge uh swath of land that they're canvassing for all these cellar doors, you know, it's like each city gets like one, maybe two good cellar door spots. So they're, they're, you know, searching high and low for these things.
2: Uh, I was just going to say, I think in that quarter snacks interview with uh, Jerry Mraz, he was talking about like learning the layout of each Pennsylvanian town and how a lot of them are kind of like laid out uh, according to the same formula and all the cellar door spots are like in the same Alleys are behind the same kinds of buildings, and after you do enough towns, you just like know exactly where to go. <laughs> oh sick. shit,
0: that's like like real architecture appreciation or like architectural detective work. You know, like you see yeah. see some the columns are like a certain way, so you know there's a good cellar door out back or something.
2: Yeah, it's a real organic approach to finding spots. They're talking about uh, how in each town they would just uh, park the car, get a coffee. Walk around, you know, see what's going on on the main street or whatever, um, and just try to look for spots that way. So it's more like being in a place you're familiar with, rather than doing the kind of skate spot tourism or uh, what do they call it? Like the um, where you just bring a pro to all of the established spots in a city, like carting carting pros around.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. that's it.
0: Yeah, pretty rad. Um, I was I was a little tripped because it's you know it's called Rust Belt trip Rust Belt trap. And the opening is all very like gritty, like West Virginia, Rust Belt shit. And then I was like, "Wait, that's New York. Oh, that's like Baltimore. Like it, it was less Rust Belty than advertised." I thought.
1: Yeah, some of those cellar doors were uh, pretty rusty. Like uh, the Alma, some of them looked like they were going to implode upon impact.
2: Yeah, I was pretty worried in some of those clips. <laughs> You already mentioned tetanus, but that was, like, heavily on my mind when uh, Fred Gall was skating that full pipe, and he just, like, eats shit in the first clip. Like, this dude's going to get all kinds of crazy infections.
0: Yeah, that was some weird, like, I don't know, silo full pipe thing, and he was wearing a fucking uh, surgical
1: mask or something. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a story behind that spot. It was in, like, Gen or something, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I
0: remember seeing that in, yeah, like, a whole kind of trip to the full pipe kind of thing
2: damn yeah definitely some asbestos up in that thing
0: <laughs> for sure dude it's so fun exploring those like abandoned buildings like i still love that shit
2: yeah
1: i'm i'm into that shit too like abandoned malls like super psyched on abandoned malls the uh old foundation spot here in richmond hippo land was on the site of an abandoned mall that didn't that had been demolished so that was pretty tight but yeah just abandoned buildings you know, that whole, like, that whole thing in Detroit with that, like, old train station that everyone, it's, like, mad tall and everyone knows graffiti and shit.
0: Yeah. Well, you guys have Belle Isle. There's some, like, abandoned. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, that, yeah, the old uh, power plant.
0: Yeah. That's always yeah. sick to fucking climb around in.
1: Yeah, that place is pretty spooky. But, um yeah, this video was pretty sick as far as, like, East Coast crusty spot shit goes with some, like, East Coast-led shit. It was good to see joseph delgado he was always one of the you know stars of the old uh older bronze videos and even right. like even like flip mode before that probably i think most likely and is he,
2: uh is he the one who did that uh at the flushing meadow spot he did like nolly big spin front nose like from the top of uh the main ledge to the like slightly taller ledge you i the believe so that? yeah
1: yeah that was in some bronze video i think yeah
2: that shit was sick. Yeah, he did a really good uh half cab no slide nolly heel um at that uh, what is it, 12th and A spot in New York? In oh, city? I don't know.
1: It's it's somewhere around there.
2: Yeah, I forget if that's what it's called.
1: But uh, who else? Yeah, John Shanahan's shout out to that dude for skating in a Kerry Kittle's New Jersey Nets jersey. Shout out the like two thousand the Jason Kidd era New Jersey Nets.
2: Yeah, it was funny to see him in there because I feel like his aesthetic is so uh, nouveau-fresh, you know what I mean? And like, uh, well, maybe not even nouveau, just vintage-fresh and like urban in general. So to see his name in those rusty letters was definitely a departure from his usual (laughs) stees. And I feel like his part, too, had the most just like normal marble ledges and whatever. Although he did get down on some crazy cellar door spots, too.
0: Yeah, but definitely less less crusty, less rusty, more just like
2: big city, mm.
0: which is fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I fuck with that dude skating. Like I don't know, people give him a hard time for like making his own pants or whatever. But like he usually has like good spot selection, good trick selection, except for like gnarly really big spins sometimes. But yeah, I actually, yeah, fuck with that guy skating. Man, kid's good, kid's good. But uh, yeah, I I back Shanahan.
2: Yeah, I fuck with him too. I mean, even some of those pants are kind of tight. I might, you know, sew a uh, Dior uh, like perfume bag onto my pants <laughs> at some point. <laughs> is I that what was that going on? Happen. He, yeah, I feel like a lot of his shit. He'll, I forget what the actual name for it is, but it's like the little velvet bags that perfume. Oh yeah. Lo- oh yeah, like a like
1: a, uh, like a bottle of Crown Royal, kind of.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ex- I think he has cinch- done Crown I think Royal I just bags called too.
1: Like a cinch bag. I would there.
2: Yeah. Totally. Yeah. He's sews so cinch bags onto his pants. So he'll have like some, you know, whatever normal Goodwill cargo pants with like crazy designer labels all over him.
1: That's tight. I would like to commission a pair of cargo pants with Crown Royal bags as the cargo pockets, if possible.
2: Yo, I'm sure that he would do that for you, honestly. I feel like that's just what he does in his free time anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's tight. But uh, yeah, Templeton, what did you think of the titles? I thought the titles were super sick yeah i thought they were sick too like uh not only did they show everyone's name but they actually fabricated the letters it looked like yeah and they even did
0: they even did the credits with with the physical real world letters you know like that you know that that takes a lot of work so you'd think like okay we're gonna do the title and then like everybody's name that's like has a full part and then like everybody else will just you know do the titles digitally but they they did all the fucking titles with these rusty letters in these like abandoned buildings. So,
1: props no, to those was, guys for that. Yeah, that was way sick. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before.
0: Well, Enjoy did their video with all real world titles.
1: Uh, oh, um, yeah. Which one, a Bag of Suck or, or uh, Oververt? I think it was Bag of Suck. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Damn, I forgot about Oververt. Legendary, uh, Legendary Thane and Costa part. <laughs>
0: Man, I I forgot about Oververt too and don't remember I forgot about the legendary
2: Thane and Costa part too. <laughs> so,
1: sorry. <laughs> Me3, um, I uh I have it in my iTunes. I don't think I've watched it since it came out.
2: There's TV. some good stuff in there. I like that. I I only remember that thing and Costa part cuz the whole thing is like super hip. You know what I mean? Like no slide to 5050 on a ledge and stuff like that. But his first trick in the video is a uh, hard flip front board down a handrail and like that was kind of his first real part i feel like or the first one that i saw so i thought he was going to be a gnarly rail chomper because he came out with that but then it was like all super like i don't know hipster skating which was funny
1: rustrap belt i thought i fuck with jake baldini's song pretty hard definitely with mac song that was dope that was the best song even I, though i think it was used in like a green diamond edit from like 10 years ago but that that doesn't count i don't think but uh yeah, he also had the best trick at that wire spot, like the tail side kickflip out. That was pretty dope. And that spot in Baltimore.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that was sick. Yeah, he's super good. Um, I'm trying to think. There was this one spot that they skated too. There was like a brick bank to curb. Um, it, that looked like it was like a traffic median or something. Was oh like yeah,
0: that spot was super fun.
2: Yeah, that's, that spot was really sick. Someone did like a um. Like a pupeki grind shove to fakey. Oh, yeah.
1: Deck. It was like real mellow. Yeah. yeah that was show. like one of my favorite tricks in it. So another spot that was looked crazy was like a bank to ledge, but the ledge was like a railing with a light under it.
2: Oh, yeah. There was like a little gap, too, like a little, like, brass yeah. grass between the top yeah. of the bank and the ledge.
1: Yeah. That, that was really trippy looking. It looked really yeah. Good on.
0: yeah. That was like some uh, very modern looking street spots like not so crusty i feel like that might be in baltimore
2: yeah Baltimore spot well that's tight i mean even if uh not all of the clips are at back alley cellar doors they're still you know skating cities that don't get as much shine as uh the standard like you know new york philly whatever
1: oh yeah i mean listen there's baltimore's kind of underrated as far as spots go like there's that like one spot with like the marble ledges and like th- with like the transition there's like this marble hubba there's that one statue ledge or whatever there's like a whole grip of the spots there dude it's pretty underrated i think
2: Is that one with the transition the one where uh Matt Militano, like nose manied the top of something and then kind of like jammed off the side of that little steep quarter pipe
1: Yeah uh sounds like it yeah it's like a ledge with like a the ends in like a steep quarter pipe kind of
2: yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure like that's that. the spot. Yeah, that thing is sick.
0: Yeah, Baltimore is sick to skate. I've been there a few times and just always kind of was looking over my shoulder. It just feels like, a,
2: yeah,
0: you know, an intense city. You know, to be out filming in.
2: Yeah, I mean, what's the deal with that wire spot? It's like you can only go during certain hours of the day or whatever. Oh, I haven't. I heard don't know. Those
1: I, although I heard that in the day in the day like even like even Sheffy was scared to go skate that spot. Damn. But it might be. It's probably it's probably different now, obviously.
2: Yeah. But
1: yeah. I, I don't know what kind of a uh, arrangement they have.
2: Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe it was just like, don't stick around too long and don't get caught there after dark.
0: Probably. I mean, head to your, head to view skate shop in Baltimore if you're trying to hit that and get the get the scoop on proper etiquette for the wire spot before you just roll up with your huge crew and <laughs> fancy cameras.
2: Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, there was a clip that I wanted to I want to know the story behind in the Rust Belt Trap video where they're just like running through the woods and there's gunshots behind them.
0: Oh, yeah. That sounded real fucking sketchy.
2: Yeah. I wonder what was going on with that.
0: Yeah. Probably wrong place, wrong time.
2: Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping they would talk about that in the quarter snacks interview, but they did talk about the titles. And uh, yeah, he was saying sometimes we'd get a title at a spot we wanted to skate. And even if we didn't get a trick, it was still worth it to just get a shot of the title. Um, and I, yeah, I was really impressed with how many different places they filmed those titles at. Like, it still would have been so sick if they just made those letters and found one really picturesque place to film all the, all the names, you know. But like, I feel like each one was in a different place, which was super sick. It really shows the care and attention to detail.
0: Yeah, is really, um, yeah, care and attention to detail. <laughs>
2: Also got to give a uh, big shout-out to Boston hometown hero Sean Mack. Had two sick clips in that video. Did a pop show of Nose Manny. Popped into a uh, cellar door, which was super dope. Um, that dude rips. I've been seeing him around since I was really young.
0: Sick. Yeah, always also- sick to see the hometown heroes make an appearance.
2: Hell, yeah. Also,
1: shout-out Pulio coming through with the, with the trick there in the montage. <laughs>
2: They called him Bob, not Bobby. Bob, yeah. Is he, like, uh, transitioning to a more serious, more serious Robert phase? Robert Julio. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe they I just got... didn't have enough Bs in their quiver <laughs> yeah, of
1: letters. Yeah, it could be. I got all psyched when I saw the video on, Dr- on that Trash, I was like, oh, sick. Like, Fred Gall and Julio in the same video. But they just had some tricks in the montage. But it was still sick. It's still sick that those guys are putting out footage anyway. You know what I mean? It's kind of one of those deals where, like, People just want to see you skate. That old cliche.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And yeah, especially with Pulio, like, cause he was never like super progressive with his skating. It was always just about his taste, and like, you know, the taste can can last a lot longer than the, you know, progression.
1: So. Yeah. 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 Although I did, he was pretty tech, dude. One time I saw him like straight nollie flip over a trash can, one of those like orange. Astro plate, M- MFC trash cans, not like standing up like on its side, but yeah. that was still crazy. Like for the time.
0: Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, yeah, I don't want to like take too much away from Bobby Puglio, but um, yeah, I just feel like he's more about um, the full picture than just oh, yeah. Yeah, about sure. the trick.
2: Yeah, that is a good point. Like if you carve out a niche for yourself and consistently skate one type of spot and skate spots that haven't been seen before, I feel like that makes you a lot more memorable than uh, someone who's just, like, doing NBDs all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like uh, that dude, Aurelien Giraud, or whatever, dropped his uh, Plan B pro part not that long ago. And he did a tray flip front feeble down a handrail in it. And, like, I saw that clip again on Instagram the other day and had already completely forgotten about it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like just the crazy NBD skating is not as memorable
0: yeah i mean it doesn't give doesn't give me like the same feeling as you know because i'll never do a 360 flip front feeble, but i can definitely identify with some of the spots that pulio skates and be like fuck like wish i could find some weird bank like that and do something like that like maybe i could get a trick like that or you know it just kind of like makes you look at your city differently or whatever like yeah it's just, there's just way more there than just
1: progression Hell yeah yeah you guys okay. know me. I'm like a big uh, straight-ahead ledge progression type of guy. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like so the
0: opposite. I like, I like the feel, the vibe, the like the whole scene. I'm more interested in the spots than the trick, really.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, a little bit of both is good. It's yeah, of course, the trick's
0: got to um, <laughs> you know be worth filming and all.
2: Yeah. Were you feeling that uh that Shane part, Jason? Speaking oh, yeah. of uh yeah. leg, ledge progress.
1: Big Shane O'Neill fan. <laughs>
2: that
1: part, Hell yeah, because that's well. We've said this before, but like that's his whole deal. He's like, well, I'm gonna skate some ledges. It's gonna be fucking tech. Like that's it. There's no uh, affect or pretense. It's just he's just kind of like, well, it's gonna film the techest shit possible.
2: <laughs> so. And now he wears loose pants too, so it's like sick to He'll watch. Be,
1: but he still couldn't beat nija at Tampa Pro. <laughs> even <laughs> with I mean,
0: nobody like, could
1: uh even with the uh the contest training facility in his backyard damn i mean Nigel just got his own
0: tf as well yeah so that brings us to our second topic tampa pro thomas barker on twitter said uh it's it's a shod tampa practice footy season hashtag bring on the clips and i feel like that really captures the essence of my views towards tampa pro you know i'm not like Watching the live stream, or I didn't watch the live stream this year. I just caught caught the highlights, which was kind of enough for me. Max, what did you uh, did you take in Tampa Pro?
2: I mean, not intentionally. I didn't really <laughs> <laughs> didn't really seek it out, but I did see some amazing Ishod clips, including um, a very chill kickflip front feeble down the flat and down rail. Yeah, that's the
0: uh, one that stuck out to me. Like, yeah, it was very chill. Like. Yeah, he kind of, like, was pushing it. Like, seemed like he was going a little bit slow, but, like, in you know, a cool way, not, like, a sketchy yeah.
2: way. Right. It wasn't like he was being cautious at all. It was just like, oh, this doesn't really matter enough to me for me to go fast at it, you know? Yeah, it was casual. <laughs> yeah, super casual. So, yeah.
1: Uh, so so, we're saying that the practice footage was more interesting than the actual contest footage?
2: I mean, I think yeah. It usually
1: is. Is that... The- <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's sick to watch. I mean, I definitely, like, uh, just to see how a lot of these guys like how they skate in real time, and a lot of these guys like l- don't fall off ever. Like that guy uh, Carlos Rivero, like he, he was just like cruising around. He just did a switch kickflip five o, just like as an afterthought. You know what I mean? Just like cruising from one side of the course to the other. That shit kind of blows my mind.
2: Yeah, I feel like the only clips I saw from the contest were from the uh, best trick jam or whatever where everyone was like sending the huge gap to downrail sending it just absolutely sending yeah sending it bro best trick jam yeah saw crazy several crazy jamie foy tricks big gap front crook gap nose grind gap front feeble and then someone i don't know who it was someone did tray flip lip slide that same gap which just seems like a recipe for disaster
1: yeah, I I did watch some of the stream like when I was making brunch or whatever, like when the I watched like some of the women's and like the beginning of the men's practice Then I had to go do dad stuff, like go to my kid's basketball game and shit. But uh I thought Mason Mason Silva like he had this crazy run in the semis that I think if he pulled it off, he, he might he might could have won cuz he he um he just went back and forth pretty much never did that thing where like you, like, grab your board and, like, run across the deck to, like, do it. You know what I mean? To drop in and do some mm-hmm. other shit. You just kind of just went back and forth. It was rad.
0: Sick. I mean, that's that's what you're supposed to do is, like, use the whole course. Yeah.
1: That That's how the locals basically skate it. Like, they just kind of go back and forth like a fucking like mini ramp. <laughs> <laughs> With a Damn. big for handrail in the middle. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pretty wild. My favorite kind of mini ramp. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that Mason Silva fakie flip was... uh definitely the best clip that came out of it i think
1: it went sure, viral yeah.
0: <laughs> it went viral baby yeah to me that's the you know mason silva won tampa pro with that fakie flip you know maybe he didn't walk away with the 10 grand but i think he he walked away with more than 10 grand worth of coverage you know i don't know how nike calculates you know incentives across uh multi-channel social media whatever's but um yeah, I think Mason Silva won, or the dude who did the rodeo Axel stall.
2: Uh, Yo, who is that?
0: I feel bad. I didn't. Uh, I didn't figure that out.
2: Uh, <laughs> I like that no one knows, but everyone knows that trick.
1: I don't think it was a Brazilian. I think it was a an American. It, it felt like
0: a very Canadian trick
1: to
2: me. Canadian, <laughs> I mean,
1: Canadian.
2: could have been Sluggo in disguise. It's like-
0: yeah, I thought it was Andy Anderson,
2: but. Oh,
1: shit. No, no Andy Anderson had his signature uh helmet so I, he, was, he was pretty identifiable identifiable yeah gets like, crazy like gold and like uh maroon helmet like someone from game of thrones or something <laughs> it was wild
2: did he that's pull so out sick. The, uh, did he pull out the signature 50 50 front foot impossible out
1: oh yeah yeah i definitely remember that
2: <laughs> you pull that he just has that on lock huh
0: that's a wild one to just have in your back pocket <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's sick. He can do anything. I was hoping he would bust out some freestyle moves in the contest.
1: That would be amazing.
2: That would really set him apart.
1: But uh, what, what was the prize money? It Was only ten grand? Didn't it used to be like fifty grand? I don't know.
0: I don't ago. know. I feel like Tampa's always had a pretty small purse, but I, yeah, I didn't realize yeah, 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 that yeah, it I was so. that small.
2: I looked up the uh, the prize, and just two years ago it was twenty grand, and now it's ten grand. Damn.
1: Yeah. Hey. That's how it goes, I guess. But, um, yeah, someone mentioned this on Twitter, but, like, the women's prize money was, like, kind of, like, shot insultingly low. Like, sixth place was, like, 150 bucks. You know what I mean? That wouldn't even cover your, uh, your tab at Reservoir. <laughs> Shout-out, Reservoir.
2: Damn. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's kind of, like,
0: throwback uh, prizes. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it back to the first year
2: when... <laughs> Yeah. First place got
0: 5Gs. I mean, first year probably first place was like a couple hundred bucks or something,
2: but Damn that vintage prize money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you you'd think with the prize money being as uh, small as it is that they would have parity with the men. Just, you know, it wouldn't be that much more to pay the ladies like you pay the pay the guys.
2: Yeah, seriously, especially yeah, for totally. the first year that they're having the women's contest.
0: Yeah. Or my wife mentioned Maybe they should just pay the dudes the same way they pay the ladies. See how they like it.
2: That's true. Yeah, I think the uh, the girl who won is like fifteen or something. So that's pretty sick for her. I had never heard of her before. Uh, but I think the the top two spots were Japanese teenagers in the in the women's.
1: Listen, they're 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 coming for the gold. Like they're not fucking around. <laughs> they they got
0: Yuto? Yeah, I read got- some article that said that Japan is, like, poised to take home, like, maybe four of the six uh, medals available for Olympic
2: skateboarding. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: How are they already doing that analysis?
0: I don't know. I mean, I think they're just looking at, like, contest placing,
2: mm-hmm. uh, you know, in
0: qualifying events.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's sick. I uh, I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of rippers coming out of the woodwork.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, your boy, uh, Orlan Giraud, is going hard. He's going to be going all out, sending it.
2: Oh, yeah. I want to see him pull up in that uh, all red uh, French jumpsuit. <laughs> I think oh, that is. Yeah,
1: those are dope.
2: You remember those? That was
1: like yeah, we the talked one, about those, The those, one those, thing yeah, that uh,
2: everyone liked was the, the jumpsuit. Monica Torres killed it for sure. Got the front crooks on lock on the ledge um and i think i saw uh, margie lynn Didal or d did a, uh,
1: yeah she's uh, dope that girl she, from the
2: philippines yeah, yeah yeah she's dope she was doing like back 50 360 flip out in her line which is kind of a wild one probably never been done in a tampa pro before um,
0: yeah you're probably right on that
2: yeah so that's sick. again of course uh the boss don Samario so brevard put it down she really rips yeah, I feel like I saw a lot more coverage of the women's contest, honestly, than I did of the men's one. Um, Man,
0: you and I are living in a different media world because I saw like absolutely none, no coverage of the women's contest. I had to like seek well, it out.
1: Well, if you're on if you're on the West Coast, it was over already by the time you woke up. Probably. Yeah, it was over at, definitely, like twelve thirty or whatever. Yeah.
0: Also, the weather was really nice last weekend,
1: so I was. Um, of
0: oh, yeah. skating instead of um, <laughs> watching other people skate.
2: Yeah, I didn't see it live, but I feel like the world of professional women's skating is like so much smaller that a lot of those skaters just like happen to be in contests all the time. You know what I mean? Like right. a lot of the people who I follow even if they're not thinking of themselves as contest skaters or if I don't think of them as contest skaters, like that is kind of how they're making their money from skating um so i feel like i saw a lot of you know highlight reels and stuff uh yeah, yeah. insta clips of their runs and whatever
1: was that brazilian girl in the contest that like uh you know what i mean who's like super young but like rips hard as fuck
2: oh Raisa? yeah yeah yeah. i don't think she was yeah, i don't think i, I saw her either i didn't see any clips of her yeah i feel like if she was in there i would have seen some clips yeah probably. she probably would have won
0: yeah she, she i'm looking at the sheet right now she definitely didn't um Make it in the top 6.
2: Damn. Yeah, she's the future. Oh. Yeah, cool. for sure. But uh back to
1: Nigel, like I think his run like was like really like conservative for him. You know what I mean? Like I mean,
0: it's still like miles ahead of like the competition clearly. Yeah. You know, kickflip back, you know, kickflip gap out backflip. Um and then what else did he do? Big spin front board across and down. Yeah. Um
1: yeah, pretty
0: best like,
1: yeah, run. Yeah, like backside tail slide through a kink which is crazy. Like, yeah, he didn't pl- pull out like what the fuck does he do? Like Caballero kickflip board slide or any of that shit. So, hey, what are you going to do?
0: Yeah, I imagine the strategy is a little different from between Tampa Pro and Street League. Yeah. Cuz Street League you can you can miss a couple of tricks. And those will like right. uh, yeah, yeah. drop off of your score sheet as long as you make, you know, land some bangers.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, yo, can we talk about Nigel's pants for a second? <laughs> <Are they laughs> sure. Like, of course. Were they like joggers or like compression tights or shorts with joggers underneath or some weird like uh hybrid like shorts with built in joggers underneath?
0: I, I don't know. They look like a ba- like baseball uniform pants to me.
2: Yeah, something like that. I'm going to go ahead and say that those were yoga pants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did, like, a just uh, prepping for this podcast, I did, like, a rudimentary, like, Google search for, like, Nigel Houston pro model pants. <laughs> and some uh, nothing really came up except for, like, some Nike, like, joggers or compression tights or whatever. So if anyone knows, hit me up. Yeah, yeah. we need
0: to know what's up with those pants. And I would love to see... <laughs> uh, Here's a, a, a YouTube show pitch kit switch where you get <laughs> Niger and John Shanahan <laughs> Oh shit. Oh my god. <laughs> and they'll uh, you know have a week to film a video part in the switched kits.
2: Damn. Oh that would look so unnatural. <laughs> Damn, but like yeah, that's a, that's wore, a good wore if Nigel was wearing like really baggy clothes, would you watch his video parts?
0: I, feel I mean, like I'm I gonna would. watch his video parts no matter what.
2: Mm-hmm. But would you rewatch them?
0: Uh, <laughs> probably not. I mean, <laughs> yeah, rewatch is just like a high bar.
2: Yeah. But damn, I yeah, mean, it, it's kind of hard
1: to imagine. I mean, that's his whole vibe. So I mean, it looks cool for him. With anyone else, it would it would look bizarre. But he he pulls it off. So.
2: Yeah, he stays rocking the uh, like tight gray sweatpants. I think girls call them the pecker checkers. wow yeah i don't know how i feel about those but that's not really a hot take i guess people have roasted niger's pants for like probably a decade
0: yeah i mean my hot take is like let me get a pair like uh, let me try these out
2: oh
0: yeah no i totally yeah maybe maybe it'll help me you know learn how to do pivot to fakies or something
1: (laughs) oh yeah like yeah like to the gym i always wear like you know, like some basketball shorts with like compression tights underneath, like always. I And don't what do
0: the compression tights do?
1: I don't, I don't know. I think it just looks cool, like a lot of NBA dudes wear them, so I don't really think they do anything unless you're uh, doing long distance running or some shit like that. I don't know. It, it just it just looks cool, I guess. Like, oh, I thought uh, it was
0: for athletic performance.
1: Yeah, there's if you're a long distance runner they make these like compression sleeves that you put over your calves but yeah, I don't know if like your usual compression tights have any of that like action going on interesting you'd have to go to your local lululemon and consult the uh, salespeople there they'll tell
2: you. <laughs> yeah maybe you could even they'll get tell a you all about it maybe you could even get a sponsorship deal just don't pull a neen I'll, I'll tell you
0: <laughs> i mean email's open lululemon you can uh, hit up the pod and we'll uh, we'll do a live read for you <laughs> well We did talk about pants, so I think we've got Tampa covered.
2: Templeton, what are you stoked on this week?
0: (laughs) Oh man, you're you're just leading leading me into it. Uh, (laughs) I am stoked on some salted chocolate chip cookies that I came across yesterday. I was at a video shoot for work, and we were shooting in this conference room where a meeting had just ended. And they left all their snacks, which included these uh, fancy chocolate chip cookies, and they were very good. I had like four of them over the course of a few hours. Uh, so yeah, salted chocolate chip cookies, very good. Seek them out, uh, <laughs> Max. What are you stoked on?
2: Um, I've definitely been enjoying the Lucas puig in Venice clips. Uh, the ones on the ledge are cool, but especially on the curb. Um, I think he did a front board and then like popped up to fakie five o popped out to switch that was really sick but i want him i want it to be like a full video part i saw thrasher made like a compilation edit of a bunch of them but i feel like he's had like two minutes worth of venice clips at that or is it santa monica i don't know at that one spot you guys know what i'm talking about
1: yeah with with the curbs
2: yeah the two-sided curbs yeah been really into that and then uh also super down for the new um Nassim Blotshob part that came out on Free Skate Mag uh, uh, earlier this week. Um, or wait, maybe it was on Thrasher, actually. But uh, he's really good at big spin backtails, which is a trick that I love to see. And he did a sick one and uh, flipped out to Fakie over this Jeez. long uh, three-stair ledge. Um, and he also did backtail back 270 out on the uh, out ledge at Mokba, which was pretty crazy. Um, so I always love to see that dude skate. Plus he has my dream sponsors from when I was 12 years old, which are at knees and blind. So got to give him major props for that.
0: Sick. Living the dream. Jason, what are you stoked on?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, well, stoked on a couple of things that are dropping, not this weekend, but next weekend, uh, there's a new video from the homies at season skate shop up in Albany. Their videos are always pretty dope. So looking forward to that one. At the, at the very least, you'll get some cool looking footage from that uh, Empire State Plaza up there. So looking forward to that. Also, same weekend is the new uh, Westworld season is going to drop. I fuck with that show pretty hard. It's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of nonsensical, hard to figure out sometimes. But if you're into like dystopian like robot shit, I don't know. It's pretty dope. So definitely look forward to that. And of, course, and of course, the Venture Truck Company out of San Francisco, California. <laughs>
0: Of course, <laughs> um, I've been seeing those trailers for Westworld season three. I didn't get into Westworld, but the new season looks pretty sick. Do you think I could drop in and just start with season three, or do I need? Them? Uh
1: no, nah, I don't think so. I kind of think you have to know uh, all the characters, like you know what they've done up until that point. So, gotcha. I, w- I would recommend doing it, doing a deep dive or a binge watch or whatever they call it of the first first two seasons. Gotcha. Well that's
0: it for our show this week. Be sure to check mostly skateboarding.net for links to the things that we talked about and other show notes until then you can keep up with us online. Jason, where can the people find you
1: on the Twitter at Carbonite 1994 on the Instagram at frozen carbonite and writing stuff for quarters Nice. Max, where can the
0: people find you
2: uh, at low impact with three underscores um, on Twitter and Instagram and within a few weeks uh, in Brooklyn because I'm moving there later this month. Um, so, oh, shit. Yeah, it looks like I'm done writing San Francisco local news for the moment and uh, stoked to hopefully start writing news on the East Coast.
0: Sick, yeah. Holler at your boy Max for uh, job opportunities and skate spots in New York. Hell uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you can find me on Twitter at mostly skate and on Instagram at... Mostly Skateboarding. Thanks for listening. Later.